Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2698. All right, it's Monday, which means it's Fett Day here at Star Wars 7 by 7 and we're going to be talking about another Boba Fett story as we learn more about the character leading up to the debut of the Book of Boba Fett next month. This time we're talking about Bounty, which is an episode from season 4 of The Clone Wars. Punch it. <laughs> Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So Bounty is Season 4, Episode 20 of the Clone Wars series. It came out in 2012 and Boba Fett just happens to be in this episode and a major player in the episode but it's not really about him. It's about Asajj Ventress. She is no longer Count Dooku's apprentice. She's been cut loose. There was a failed assassination attempt. Yeah, and things went very bad for the Night Sisters on Dathomir as a result. Now, Ventress is on her own and starting to find her footing as a non-Sith apprentice and whatever it is she's going to be in the future. And at the start of the episode, she's fleeing and winds up not just on Tatooine, not just at Mos Eisley, but yes, in the very same cantina that Luke and Ben are going to end up meeting Han and Chewie in two decades later. And apparently the cantina just has a reputation for patrons who bug other patrons when they don't want to be bugged because <laughs> that happened, of course, with Dr. Evazon and Ponda Baba. And yeah, that didn't work out for either of them. But it also doesn't work out for this other character who Asajj Ventress kills in the bar because he won't leave her alone. Well, it turns out that this particular guy that Ventress kills is a bounty hunter and he was part of a six person team and now this six person team is a little bit out of luck unless they get a replacement suddenly Ventress is the only replacement or she's going to get handed over to the authorities for the cold-blooded murder of this other bounty hunter. Anyway, it turns out the recruiter is Bosk. And so, as you may recall, when we were talking about Deception last week, that was the episode where we got to see Boba Fett in prison. Well, Bosk was in prison as well, and then there was that whole riot, and we didn't necessarily know what happened to Bosk or Boba Fett. Well, it turns out I mean, I think the implication is at least that they probably escaped as well in the midst of that whole riot situation because here they are out gallivanting on Tatooine. And yes, I did verify that chronology. The episodes of the Clone Wars series aren't all happening in chronological order, but every episode in season four is in chronological order and all together. So yeah, it seems like the logical answer is that Bosk and Boba Fett escaped from Republic custody as part of that whole melee that happened in Deception. Okay, so Boba Fett is clearly the leader of this group of bounty hunters, although Ventress, upon meeting Boba Fett, says, yeah, someone of your stature and experience, like, what's with you leading this whole situation? <laughs> and yeah, so already there's gonna be problems between Ventress and Boba Fett, that is for sure which is naturally interesting because they end up being the last two standing in this whole adventure. So they go to this planet Quartzite where there's 
shipment that has to be delivered to some big muckety-muck and they are supposed to guard it because it can't be flown. There's something about the atmosphere being pressurized and ships would implode and so they have to take this underground tram to go and when they arrive at Quartzite, they arrive at a space station and have to take a suborbital elevator down to the planet surface and below the planet surface, which is pretty cool actually conceptually. And they get down there and it's this one box and the guy working for the big head honcho says, whatever you do, don't open the box. When he says that, of course, you know the box is gonna get opened. That's how it works. Anyway, so they're on the tram and a whole bunch of marauders as they're described in the uh, captioning arrive and start attacking and they seem like, you know, very ninja trained oriented. Ventress is guarding the back of the tram with of all bounty hunters, Dengar. And I am just not a Dengar fan. Uh, and Simon Pegg actually does the voice of Dengar in this, which is kind of fun. But yeah, Dengar just proves to be as useless as he always is. Is the first of the bounty hunters to be knocked off the tram. So yeah, great job, Dengar. I don't know why anybody works with that guy. And Ventress actually spends a lot of time fighting without using any force abilities, which seems a little bit odd in the episode, but eventually the number of marauders that show up trying to swarm the train and steal this box, well, it just gets overwhelming to the point where she finally actually breaks out her lightsabers and starts using her abilities to the fullest. But it's not until we get to the final confrontation with the apparent leader of the marauders and Ventress uses her forces abilities while Boba Fett has been sort of knocked down and is kind of not paying attention to what's going on so that way Ventress can use her force abilities without anybody but the bad guys quote-unquote bad guys knowing about it and they capture this marauder leader but in the whole process the box gets knocked over and they find out that there is a woman inside it turns out that this is the marauders the marauder leader's sister and the sister has been captured and is going to be forcibly wed to this big muckety-muck on the planet and so the brother and the sister get tied up and Boba and Ventress are going to deliver them and finish the job. All the other bounty hunters, all the other four have been knocked off the tram, so they're not a part of it. And so now Boba and Ventress are arguing about whether it's going to be, you know, one sixth of a share or half who gets the bounty. And meanwhile, the sister is working on Ventress saying, you know, you don't know what this is like to be held captive and taken away from your home like this and of course Ventress actually knows a little something about that. So basically what happens is Ventress ends up double-crossing Boba Fett on a small level instead of, and we are in full spoiler territory if you haven't figured this out yet, but instead of turning over the brother and sister, she stuffs Boba Fett into the box and turns over the box and says, nope, I want my credits first. And so she gets the credits and heads off on the tram. And then they're like, okay, time to get the bride. And they pop over the box and there's Boba Fett bound and gagged in the box, which he of course is not happy about it at all. Meantime, Ventress actually rides the tram back and is willing to turn the brother and sister over to the Marauders, but wants to get paid by them for it too. So she's getting double paid throughout this whole thing. And then finally, when she gets back up to the sub suborbital uh, you know landing space station place at the top of the elevator thing she meets the rest of the bounty hunters so they just got knocked off the tram but they were able to get back 
to the Houndstooth, which is Bosk's ship. That's the one they'd flown there. She turns over the bounty minus her portion and says, make sure Boba Fett gets his portion too. So she actually does something that I guess would be considered honor among thieves. But as part of this whole situation, she kind of gets a new focus about what she might want to do with her life going forward. So that's the Ventress point of view on this story. As far as the Boba Fett point of view, well, there are a lot of questions about this. For example, how is it that Boba Fett at this young age is leading a crew of six bounty hunters on a mission? I mean, this is pretty impressive and you know makes him sort of a prodigy, I guess, but compared to you know how we saw him in the episodes with Aura Singh where he got betrayed by her and left behind, like, yeah, that's not somebody who is really experienced and doing well in leading bounty hunter style missions, right? Like he's been in prison then for the better part of a year and then broke out along with boss. But like, where is he getting the reputation that he is leading teams of bounty hunters. How is it that Bosk is saying, hey, if you've got a problem with Boba, you've got a problem with me, as he does in Deception right before all heck breaks loose in the Republic prison? Like, how is it that Boba has this kind of hold and sway over other bounty hunters, even at this young age? And especially when he just gets unceremoniously tied up and thrown into that trunk. Granted, Ventress uses a force choke situation on him to subdue him. So, you know, I mean, there's only so much a kid can do. But, I mean, this kid just gets, you know, knocked around and ultimately beaten over and over again. And yet somehow reputationally, he's still able to, you know, earn the respect, earn the leadership of other bounty hunters. That is one of the fascinating things about him that even at a young age, he ends up in these positions of leadership and he's not ultimately very successful anytime we see him in action. So yeah, I mean, maybe that goes to the kind of thing that we see in Empire and Jedi where he's not exactly successful like he has one good hunch in following the Falcon to Cloud City and watching for them tumbling out with the garbage but aside from that he's still not necessarily demonstrating anything remarkable although I will say that his skills with a blaster are pretty impressive as demonstrated in the show and when you consider the training that Django Fett gave him that we explored a few weeks ago, well, I mean, there's got to be something to the kid, but we keep seeing him fail. So it'll be interesting to see if we ever get to any stories <laughs> where he's actually successful in some of his enterprises. I, I hope that's coming because, I mean, we got to see a successful side of the character that's more than just what we saw in Chapter 14 of The Mandalorian. I hope, I hope. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, there you go. That's what I've got for you on our Monday Fett Day, our look at another Boba Fett story in the canon. It was Bounty. It is Season 4, Episode 20 from The Clone Wars, and that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.